Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to TFYLP. Today is Monday, April 25th. This is episode, I think, 478, but I don't know math or numbers, so who knows if that's accurate. Um, is counting math? It Does has that to even do count? with numbers. I don't, I don't know. Don't ask me. Um, but yeah, if, if we're doing the intro and you guys can't hear the sound during the intro, I'm sorry about that. I was able to get the video going, but not necessarily the sound. So again, apologize for that. Um, as always, if people, uh, who are watching and listening, if, if there's some issues with the audio or video, uh, just throw up comments in the chat and, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we will, uh, hopefully try and fix those, but I think, I think I've got all the, the bugs worked out. So, uh, joining me tonight, my name's Phil. Uh, we have got Anna. Anna, please say hello. And we have Christian. What up? Christian, I didn't tell you to say hello and you didn't. So that works. I, Um, I did not. I never do. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. There's a Seinfeld bit where uh, Kramer goes to the bank and like if they if he doesn't say if they don't say hello to him, he's supposed to get twenty dollars and none of the tellers say hello. They're all like, hey, hi there. How's it going? And they're like, all right, we'll give you five bucks. How does that sound? Um, yeah. Anyways. Uh, and welcome to old sitcoms for your yeah, listening displeasure. Yeah. The, the bank manager was played by Stephen Root, uh, I believe, before he was on King of the Hill or. Uh, uh, news radio and, and obviously well before Barry of which season three started last night. Yeah. So anyways, we are not talking about weird sitcoms and knowledge that I have that is not useful whatsoever. Um, and everyone's wishing that for is sitcom trivia, like yeah. two Oh seven. And everyone's like, please, let Lucas right come there. Back. please, please. So, um, he'll be back shortly. Anyways, tonight's topic is Titans. We are not remembering, we are not clashing, we are not attacking on, we are talking about Transformers Titans. And so what we have was a (laughs) finally an official reveal last week of the new 2022 Titan, which is Cybertron Metroplex. We'd seen teases of this um, and, and, and heard rumors of this, and some people were excited for it. Some people wished it was not true, and it was confirmed and went on sale last week for the low price of $199.99 or $189.99 on Target. Um, so, uh, Christian, you were in the camp of being excited for Cybertron Metroplex, so... Take it away, buddy. Talk to us. Tell me why it's you're excited. It's Cybertron for it. Metroplex. 
he's an awesome dude. He's a he's a big old Scottish construction vehicle leader of the planet Gigantian or the giant planet. And uh, he's cool. He's big, big and honking. He looks like he's supposed to, which is kind of weird, given that uh, you know, 2005 wasn't terribly long ago, except it was. And uh, yeah, he looks nice. Yeah, he's almost 20 years old as a character. <sighs> that hurts. True. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I was in college at the time. It hurts me pretty bad, too, but whatever. I was in middle school at the time. Age differences. Always relevant. Eighth grade, I guess, but yeah. But it looks pretty cool done up like this, right? Like, I kind of like the design already mm -hmm. from the old design, and it, it actually comes off really well in this um, size class. Yeah, I think they've made him kind of a little bit beefier than his original proportions were. Because he was a leader class in 2005, which I don't know what the equivalent would be today. It's not really, not really apples to apples, but... Uh... He was kind of spindly in his bulk. Like, they they really maximize as tall as you could go amount of plastic. So now, with the increased budget, he's, like, big. And he's, like, wide. And he's got a giant axe called Spark Drinker, and it's awesome. So. And he's not really a city, right? Or a base No, he's just a all? big old construction vehicle. Like, everyone on the giant planet is huge. They're just, like... Yeah. They're normal transformers. Big. That's their deal. That and they use minicons to help them with um, small detail tasks. Is he the first Titan that's actually proportional with the rest of the line? Because, yes. like, you know, Fort Max and Metroplex I'm gonna go are. With, I'm gonna go they with, should yes. be enormous. They should be the size of my house to actually be to scale with the rest of, you know, generation stuff yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say yes because he's probably not but it's probably close enough reasonably close yeah that's interesting i actually hadn't thought about that before because i was thinking about the fact that he doesn't really have a they didn't give him a base no. mode right he just has well, his cannon I mean, he has a suit modes. for the drill bit minicon in the construction vehicle mode but drill bit was not made he was cut from the design early on will he come out later i don't know but you could probably fit you know the other micromasters in there or something okay so i just think that's interesting he's like the first one to not be put into a big base mode right because even Trypticon got kind of a base mode attached to him i guess he had one the arc doesn't really have a base is, mode, uh, but it is a spaceship proportioned for the little teeny tiners. Yeah, yeah Enos um, said Omega is pretty close to being in scale, and I, I would kind of agree with that. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, in that's bomb true. Mode, yeah. I kind of forgot Omega existed because I didn't get him. He's a nice Titan. I like him. I thought you had Omega. Mm -hmm. No, I skipped him. I had an I had another Omega, so I have the G one one. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I think in bot mode Omega is probably close. In base mode, no. Yeah, probably. Because, you know, size shifting in the cartoon, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it depends on like 
Omega showed up in War for Cybertron cartoon, but not in any of his alt mode. So it's hard to gauge if he is in scale with his rocket mode compared to those, but certainly G1. I guess if you go for the War for Cybertron cartoons, Scorponok is in scale. Yeah. Yeah. They just made made him him as big as his toy. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Depends on who you ask. Yep. So, yeah, we've got. this is the first Titan that isn't a G1 kind of thing. I mean, obviously the Ark never yeah. had a G1 toy, but the the vehicle is very G1 uh, spaceship. Um, you know, so we've got uh, going beyond the uh, the original series here. Going, you know, really Hasbro seeing how much money the uh, Unicron trilogy fans have because this is not a cheap toy. I'm happy for it though, because otherwise we're gonna just keep we're just gonna keep hitting the obscurios otherwise, right? We're gonna do the things that my other castmates want them to do, where we do the really obscure Titan repaints and give you necro titans and all sorts of stuff. And like as cool as that all is, it's very obscure. And it's a harder sell on the target shelf. This is a cool experiment to see, like Phil said, you know, are they going to be able to sell something of this size that's blatantly not a G1 character? I mean, it's a- and this thing has no meaning to somebody who hasn't watched the media back in the, like, since the original right, cartoons. You know, someone who's never deviated from G1 has no idea what the hell this is. has never been brought forward in the other media either. Yeah. Like, a lot of other characters were buoyed by their appearances in IDW in the later years, but the Cybertron guys, by and large, were not. Well, Metroplex also had, was in the, the video game at the time, the, the third-person shooter. So you had Metroplex both from the G1 appearance and then from the, the game. And I'd say his appearance was probably pretty similar to, to more what he looked like in the game, the toy, the first Titan that we got of Metroplex. Um, there was a third-person shooter in 2005. No, no, I'm talking about uh, the the Titan Metroplex, not the leader class Cybertron Metroplex. Oh, yeah, the War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron video games. Got it. Yeah, many years after Cybertron. Yes, yes. Um, we're just going to use the words Metroplex and Cybertron uh, a significant amount tonight to the point that no one can tell which one we're talking about. No one knows what we mean. Yeah. It's going to be great. And then we'll just throw in robots in disguise well, and not to... differentiate that just to add to it. Well, make sure you just add universe in there. Yeah. 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 The Transformers universe. Right? Make sure nothing has right. meaning anymore. Um, but let's talk about the name thing because I actually would like to talk about that. This is Metroplex, right? That's his name in the U.S. He was named Metroplex in 2005, probably to get the trademark back, right? That's probably what happened. If I were Hasbro, and I'm not, I wish I was, I applied to be. We'll see. But uh, I would have called this Megalo Convoy instead of instead of Metroplex. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people are so mad. They're like, oh, I want G1 Metroplex instead. And it's like, Okay, yeah, like, this isn't the real Metroplex. Why would you cut? And anyway, I just would have gotten around that by using his Japanese name or some sort of Americanization. Like, I didn't want to use Convoy over here. Um, they could use, you know, just Mega Low something. I don't know. 
I don't I don't make the names on on the fly. Sorry about that. But yeah, I, I would have got gotten around it by doing that. Megaplex, the people. And they could have called it Megalo Prime and made everyone mad because Prime has so many meanings Ugh. now. But still, I I just would have I would have circumnavigated that issue and like, yep. Mega Magnus. Mad, so I'm gonna call him the other name. Yeah, and I, I agree with that to an extent. I just, again, like, I think sometimes we forget our level of, like, Transformers nerdum slash literacy compared to the average people. Like, some fans might actually miss him if they gave him the wrong name compared to the American source material. They may have, like, walked by and seen Megalo Convoy and been like... Oh, I don't know what that is and not taking the time to realize, Oh, this is an updated version of Cybertron Metroplex. That's so cool. I want one on my mantle. You know, they may have missed it. Like, and maybe that's, maybe that sample size is tiny of the people who would still be interested in spending $200 on this, but don't know his Japanese name. But I honestly didn't know his Japanese name. Like I didn't have that memorized. I could look it up very easy, but you know, it's just, I think sometimes we do overestimate how fluent we all are in talking Transformers. Fair. So it may not have worked out. Now, the um, the Prime, they called him the, 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 the Galaxy Prime they did. They called him Galaxy Upgrade, yeah. right? Okay, so they gave him the Galaxy name even though we didn't use that. Right. In America yeah. at all, right? Okay. Well... Never mind. I'm going to go with no. For easiness, I'm going to go with no. But they still call him Optimus they Prime, did. which still connotes what he was actually named in that yeah. series. So that's, that's good enough. Like, like, it kind of met both worlds, like, right? the upgrade Metroplex, and it's like, oh, the G1 Metroplex oh. is upgraded to, to this guy. And it's like, that's not how it works. I don't know. He's upgraded to being smaller. But the leader of a planet. True, he's the leader of a planet. It's an upgrade. It's a throne. Yeah. People like thrones. But you know, on the announcement, I, I made the mistake, of course, of going into the, the Facebook comments when Hasbro announced this on, on the Tressmores page and the Pulse page. And just everyone was so mad. It had more likes and loves than anything else, but then the actual comments were all like, this is not Metroplex, I want real Metroplex. Like, dude, this is real Metroplex, but there's a lot of confusion in there about, you know, I don't even know who this is. I'm, I'm sorry you're 50 years old and got out of the, the media at some point. So you can't Google it? To be fair, you like could have 15 years old and not know who this is. In the world. Right, you could be anybody. Well, I'm just. I guess. I guess my point is that there is, to to what we were talking about earlier is that he up to this point has only existed in one piece of media and in one toy, and so if you weren't around for that era of Transformers, not even for the whole of Unicron trilogy, but just for Transformer Cybertron, you don't necessarily have any attachment to this dude or even necessarily know who he is. That's okay. In 10 years, Christian, you're not going to be great with Cyberverse no, that's trivia. Fine. Because but in you... 10 years, I won't be the one commenting on things saying, who is this? They don't even count. Blah, blah, blah. I will, I will use the magical internet and be like, hey, who is this? And I'll be like, ah, oh, Cyberverse character. Got it. Right? 
Like, yeah, that's true. It's probably no. That's what I would do too. But we're probably a little more self-monitoring than most. Fair point. Most people just run it head first, screaming. And it's beautiful. It is. It is funny when you think about but the fact that someone's say, sitting in front of a computer to type in who is this guy in the comments when they could just go to Google and type in who is Cybertron Metroplex, and uh, you'd have to type in a few more characters, but you get a better, more accurate answer than just typing out into the ether of uh, a YouTube comment. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I have to admit, I, I don't like admitting I don't know things typically, so I would rather just Google it and find out on my own than telling a bunch of randos on the internet that I didn't know. Because then they get all stupid about it. But I want to say, like, to all those people, and, like, I, I talked to a few of those people who were like, oh, I don't like this at all. I don't get it. Because I, I feel like I can judge things kind of, because I like toys that aren't Transformers specifically, right? Like, I will pick up things that are outside of Transformers just because I think they're cool and I think they're interesting. I will enjoy them just as much. Just aesthetically, as a toy by itself, I think this thing looks great. Like, it has great paint, it has great details, it has cool robot proportions, it has, you know, a weird alt mode that's kind of interesting. When people started liking it to a table saw, I thought that was awesome and fun and interesting, not bad at all. Um, seeing that it has its, like, drone little stuff into a drone guy mode, that's fun, too. I don't need to specifically know what it is or enjoy it as a character from Cybertron for me to enjoy the fact that it's a cool-looking toy. It's a very expensive cool-looking toy, but it's a cool-looking toy. I think it I think it looks as good as the other Titans. It seems higher quality than the first couple Titans as far as the paint apps and details, and par for the course with everything we're getting right now. So, you know, I don't see a good reason to complain about it other than $200 is a meaningful amount of money to me that actually, you know, makes a difference in my life. You know, I can do important things with $200 or I can spend it on a toy. I'm in the camp that thinks this is a really nice version of the design. It is certainly an upgrade over the original in terms of the aesthetics of the design. I especially like the head. I like the paint um, and the color scheme in general is, is fun. That being said, I just don't like the design. And, and I don't have any real desire to pick this up. I think the, um, I don't like the legs on the robot mode because it's, it suffers from being, I, I think too slavish to the original and the original kind of, you know, the legs look very spindly because it's, it's trying to fit in that alt mode. And instead of giving the legs maybe a little bit beefier proportions, I think they did to an extent, it, it still looks like almost like a robot that's walking on stilts. Um, or, or walking on some weird, like, platform shoes of some kind. Um, you know, the alt mode, I know what it is supposed to be, and it just, to me, just looks like this big blocky thing with a saw on the top, and that's not appealing to me. And so, while this is an upgrade over the original, um, I mean, I'd have to find this thing a deep discount. We're talking less than 100 bucks for me to say, all right, I'm going to buy it. 
but, but some people are going to have that opinion. And I think a lot of times in Transformers, we feel like we're supposed to, like we are supposed to actually like every toy and every line. And it's okay if sometimes there's something in a line that's a miss. Like that saves you $200. It's $200 you can spend on a nice meal for your family or a new pair of shoes or a really expensive hat. I don't know. But you can use that elsewhere and not worry about it. You know, like we don't have to like every figure. And there's certain character designs I've realized over the years I'm never going to like. Like, I don't think I there's anything you can do to really make me like a Trax toy. Like, as much as I like him in drawings as a 2D design or a cartoon character, every attempt at a Trax toy just can't make me happy. And I think it's just Trax. I don't think it's this bad. Uh, hell, Metroplex, the first you know big titan i had i always kind of looked at him and said uh i just kind of don't like this it's not that it's a bad toy it's not that it's a poor design i don't like g1 metroplex either i don't like metroplex's design the the proportions in robot mode just bizarre to me and i don't enjoy it and transforming into a base isn't worth it for me so i've never particularly liked that design i'm not going to but he's a good one He's a good version of it. I'm pointing to mine. It's over there. I swear. But I literally like the Fort Max better that people don't like as much as the Metroplex because I guess it's not accurate or whatever. I don't even know. I just think it looks cooler. And it's cool to me. So I really like it. And I'm gesturing to it because it's right here. I prefer Fort Max to Metroplex as well. I'm still in the camp that I, I think they will reissue the 2013 Metroplex with better paint and upgrade and maybe some retooling because I think they're doing something with Shattered Glass Metroplex slash G1 Metro Titan colors. Just all the Shattered Glass stuff seems to be pointing to that. I think it's on the horizon. I think stuff is happening. I guess we'll you know talk, talk to us again in six months and we'll see what's going on there. I'm convinced, too. The rumblings and the rumors and stuff are kind of leading in that direction. And I'm cool with it. Like, if there's a Shattered Glass Metroplex of some sort yeah. coming, that's neat. I think... I don't think it'll think, be like, based on the new the Cybertron Metroplex. I, I just... I don't think that would happen. If it was, though, that would still be cool. Yeah, like, right. I'm fine with either one. I probably won't get it either way. Like, unless they took the original Metroplex and then made mods to him that made him less accurate but made me like him more, then I'd get it. But don't do that because most fans wouldn't like it. There seems to be, from from what I've seen, a lot of indicators that we're going to get a Titan Shattered Glass toy, but it's going to be Omega Doom. <laughs> it's going to be the Omega Supreme Shattered Glass. Um, pardon me. So, you know, maybe we'd get a Metroplex, but I think we very much first need to see how... Shatter Glass Omega Doom does because because that's um, a more recent mold, something that they haven't repainted at all. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're not going to do two Titans if the first right. one doesn't I, sell. I would like Doom. I don't think it's Doom. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. So I'm fine Shattered with Glass it. Omega Supreme is called Omega Doom. And uh, the, the, the rumors that I have heard are more indicative of Omega Doom than Metroplex. Is it like the red and black one? Yes, and based on another resident of Cybertron's Gigantion, Menasaur. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. 
That could be interesting. Like that might actually like get me to have the Omega Supreme Bold in my house if that came out. Now I I had never heard any rumors of this. I had no reason to think that's a thing, but if it was, it would be I cool. Think we're getting Omega okay. Sentinels from Omega Supreme. Yeah, that was, that was teased a while back. I already back. have one, yeah, so I want to get that. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think it's funny I that we got like third-party Omega Sentinels well before we got official Omega Sentinels. So these looked purple from that tiny image we saw, so that'll be cool. I'll buy two. Yeah. So can I can I do another bit about if I was Hasbro? If you were a a corporate entity without any real physical form, what would you do, Christian? So I definitely appreciate the foray into. Unicron trilogy characters, especially you know, throwing one in the Titan class means they really support it, or they're at least trying to figure out what to do with it. I don't know, but if I were Hasbro, I would have done the obvious tidal wave first, because I think you get broadside out of that too, and you get the giant broadside that people want, and people seem to like tidal wave even though he's not a G one guy. I don't know. It just seems like you want a big old Decepticon boat. More than you'd want a giant Autobot kind of construction vehicle. I agree with that. I think Tidal Wave would have been a better choice. I, I like Metroplex. I'm now, if fan. this just uh, this, I am who this is for. That said, yeah, it wasn't the best choice. No, I agree. It's Tidal Wave, like the two hundred dollar price tag, would have made me sad. But there would have been a pre-order that day. I would have gone ahead and pre-ordered it because Tidal Wave was so yep. cool. Yeah, so I, I don't know what the deal is with that. I, I, again, I appreciate the support. It's just a, a dubious choice. Yeah, probably. Yeah, if you polled most Transformers fans of who they wanted to see as a Unicron Trilogy Titan, Tidal Wave, I think, would far and above win that, you know, win that vote. Um, I'm afraid people would vote for Unicron. It would just get confusing. Yeah, as I was saying that out loud, actually, I had that exact same thought. Um, yeah, but... I think Tidal Wave is fun because he was an original character in the Armada cartoon. Um, you know, an original design. He wasn't hearkening back to really anything G1-ish, you know, although they did call yeah. him Shockwave in some of the cartoon episodes. Um, he, he was totally brand new and fun. And, you know, maybe it's it's just them wanting to continue to use the existing IP that they feel that the, the name Metroplex um, and, and whatnot, people just have more affinity for the name. And so they'll grab it because of that. Um, I don't know, but Tidal Wave certainly would have been my choice for a Unicron Trilogy Titan. Because there's those guys that didn't get it on a Metroplex when he was for sale. And now Metroplex is expensive if you want to get the the figure of them. And this one is newer. It's more updated. There are people who will just be like, oh, I guess this is the current version of Metroplex. Yeah. I'm just going to get this one. I know those people aren't the kind of people who talk on our show. They're probably not the people who talk in the comments. But those people are out there who will just buy this to be their Metroplex and not worry about it. It's named Metroplex. It kind of has some design cues from G1 Metroplex. Good enough. Whatever. It's got some white in it. The head's similar. Yeah, it's got cool. antenna. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Metroplex. Big. Sure. And he's got antenna. I'm satisfied. And- 
I mean, people did that, you know, back in, back when Cybertron came out, back when the original toy, they were like, oh, I finally get to own a Metroplex, and it's kind of weird now. Hmm, this isn't really like I remember it. Whatever. Yeah. I finally get one. I, I never picked up the original Metroplex. I was never a big fan of the original Metroplex. I did get... I did get some of the other big uh, Unicron trilogy toys. I got Tidal Wave. I got Unicron. I got um, uh, Omega Supreme. Um, and I remember when I got Omega Supreme, I was like, I, I never had owned Omega Supreme before that. So that was my first Omega Supreme. And, and I was, you know, fairly happy to have him for a while. And it was, was somewhat disappointed. It was kind of, you know, funky alt mode. But um, overall, enjoyed him as a toy and, and, I don't know. I think part of me would have even rather seen a new version of that Omega Supreme versus this Metroplex. Yeah, it's so weird. I, I definitely agree with you guys that, like, on the surface level, this was the wrong choice. But he came out really oh, good. Absolutely. So I feel like that means that he was doable in a way that the others may not have been as doable. Like, and that may be his blockiness, that may be his squareness compared to Omega. Now, compared to Tidal Wave, Tidal Wave is just a square. You know, he's a very square maybe, creature. Maybe they couldn't figure out if he needed to be one entity or three break apart things. Yeah, that may have been hard for them. Although they did do, they did Omega. And Omega comes apart into his pieces, so they could have done that too. But it could have been something like that. It could have been feasibility. It could have literally been how feasible is it for us to make this as good as we want to and Metroplex won out because he was the one they could make work in the design that they had. Well, when I think about it, what what Tidal Wave kind of reminds me of and even the scale might fit slightly better would be the next Transformers HasLab. Um, Because think about Mm. the price point for Star Saber and kind of the design of HasLab Star Saber. Um, Yeah, I think... think a tidal wave has lab would be would make sense now again i think people would want to see it as the titan but i wouldn't be disappointed if he was has lab class whatever that is commander would be fine i would still enjoy a commander class one it would be enough for them to get the tooling be enough for them to get a big enough but i saw christian's eyes when you said it and i think that has to do with my quick reaction is i don't want to put my tidal wave in the hands of a bunch of g1ers who might not fund it (laughs) i don't want to risk losing my chance at a new tidal wave to a haslab because i don't feel I know, I know Star Saber funded. I know Star Saber was kind of weird because it's a Japanese series and it's something a lot of people didn't watch. So it, it managed to get funded, but I'd be worried about my poor Tidal Wave setting there like at 75% funding and me not getting a new Tidal, Tidal Wave. Wave is, I think, the most beloved just, of the Unicron Trilogy characters from the G1 fans. I, I want to say that too, but I'm still worried. I think Commander would make a lot of sense for him to be there. And then... Then you it can would. get a broadside out of them that way too. Yeah, I will. Ne- I I will never rest on that. Just tidal wave and broadside. I think they go together now, like they did in Titans Return. I think that makes sense. Big boat guy, big boat guy, done. Because I honestly don't want broadside as a Titan. No, me Like no. he should be really big, I, I, but I think Commander strikes that. He's scale. not an important character or anything. Because like, yeah. sometimes he's the same size, and sometimes he's giant. So if you put him in Commander, it's like, oh, he's kind of both. That's the new scale for Broadside. Sometimes he's a totally different looking robot. Yeah, that would be fine. <laughs> That's the other thing about Broadside. Yeah. 
which design do you use? Right. Maybe he comes with two heads like the uh, Shatterglass Magnus slash uh, Delta Magnus that's coming. That would be that would be a There's really a deep cut right there to give that two heads. Not to say it's a command. Well, it's that's big. true. I mean, they're definitely doing deep cuts with with you know the the Beast Wars toys. You know, with like, oh, we're going to give you the toy colors as well as the cartoon colors as well as the horrorcon colors. Um, so yeah, um, we're going to give you the toy colors even if they're horrible. That's what they said today. That's what they said today. <laughs> today was the first day that I saw, and I think that Christian first saw the toy colors Dinobots. So we're both reacting to the return of Fleshbot. I will have Dino Flesh. I, you know, I never thought it was flesh colored wow. on the original toy because it's just smooth, but now that it's got all the organic detailing on it, ugh. Yeah. It's very fleshy. I always thought it was flesh colored and weird, but that's appealing to yeah, me because yeah. I like horror things, so it was strange. He's not a but it's still actually ugly. So, oh well. But yes, he's not a Titan. Unless, unless that's the surprise, right? That's actually a, an oversize and it's a Titan Dinobot. Just kidding. That wouldn't happen. That would be hilarious, though. The question I wanted to ask you guys, because I think we've kind of established that there's a lot of things out there that they could make into new Titans, and if they can open the door to um, to the Unicron trilogy, there's even more things they can make into Titans, and if they can open the door to other series, they'll get a few Titans, and maybe people will get that, um, that animated... Which one is he? Yeah. Is he Omega Supreme? The and turns the, the show. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So maybe we'll get him if if things if doors keep being opened. We may open the way to things like that that people really want that people really think are fun designs and that or would be Transformers super cool. Prime Unicron. But I'm curious, like Beast Wars Orca Knock. Which one is that? It's the Orca Whale base for the Maximals. Okay. It fights Arachnid, the giant spider base with protons. I don't remember that. Cool. I am not Peter. It's all right, man. Yeah. Um, go ahead. So the the well, the question I was going to ask, I'm going to put off for just a second because I wanted to acknowledge some of our comments because we haven't been doing that enough. So Ron mentioned that in the roundtable interview, they mentioned that they decided on Cybertron Metroplex because he played a part in the next animated series that Netflix passed on. So that's something quite a few people have mentioned. I think Catherine mentioned it earlier that he was supposed to be in the legacy cartoon, basically. Um, he was slated to be a part of it. So they decided to use him as the Titan for that reason. Now, is that chicken and egg? Am I really questioning how chicken and egg that is? You know, did they really plan the toy first, then tell the cartoon people? Then the people who had to make the toy were told he was going to be in a cartoon, so they couldn't cancel it. That might be kind of how yes. it worked out, but it sounds like that played a role There's somewhere no in there. no way that Netflix show crew were like, hey, you know who would be really great to use? Zero <laughs> percent chance that happened. Mr. Tablesaw. Um, and then Zaldron mentioned that if we're going to get a tidal wave, he has to be commander so he can combine with and be bigger than a new leader, Armada Megatron. Because do you really want to pull out that um, that Armada Megatron from Titans Returns era stuff? Oof. Probably not. 
You probably want to leave that on the shelf. He's I, I really wanted him forever and he's kinda he's kinda awkward once I finally got him. And Catherine said she would enjoy an aircraft carrier, which I think would be it has a very high display yes. value, right? That's one thing about this guy, about New Metroplex and the thing I'm gonna use this as a segue. One thing about him is that his vehicle mode doesn't really play well with others, right? He's not going to turn into a base for your other toys. He's not going to turn into something for people. One person can ride it, as Christian says. It has a seat for someone to ride, but it doesn't have a whole lot of play together with others' play value. So my question is, who are the Titans really marketed to? Because when we get Titans, right, we get these big old guys, and I'm probably going to, like, end up pulling his head off or something. But we get these big old things, right? With tons of different play things. And, you know, he's got doors and crap. You can put toys in, different things you can adjust. And he turns into a base that can hold all your little guys. And his head can come off and turn into a person. And he's got all these play features that feel like they're targeted to the younger demographic that's supposed to collect toys in someone's mind. Yet he's a super expensive figure. You know, this toy's price point has now become a $200 price point. So when you're marking all these play features and play patterns and stuff, are we really trying to sell these to little kids? Are we trying to sell them to the big collectors? Who are Titans actually marketed at? I'm going to say both because, you know, I, I've got a seven-year-old and it is, you know, not uncommon for him to get a hundred dollar plus Lego set for Christmas. You know, that, that is like the, the big, the big Christmas gift will oftentimes be a, a hundred, hundred dollar plus Lego set. So that kind of falls in line with at least what, when, when Fort Max came out, I was able to grab them for a hundred bucks. Um, so is my son spoiled? Absolutely. Can every family afford that? No. Um, but I definitely think there are some families who can and, and would, you know, pick up something like that for their kids, especially if it's a, a family where the, the parents, the dad most likely grew up on Transformers and, and wants to play with it with their kid. You know, that, that would make a lot of sense. And, and I think to me, that's one of the things that I have loved about the Titans and I love about the big bases like every year just about when it gets cold outside and then you know you've got a weekend where you can't really go outside because it's just too darn cold to play outside i'll take all my titans and and with my seven-year-old and we'll build a giant transformer city out of them we'll connect them all we'll get out all the leader class toys that connect the commander class toys that connect and i was very bummed when the arc didn't come with a, a port to connect him to the previous titans the arc by far and above has been probably the most disappointing time. I don't think he's a bad looking toy. I think he's kind of neat looking, but I really miss the play features that the other Titans came with because that is just something that was like for, for me growing up as a kid and Christian, you kind of touched on this a little bit with the, the two beast wars bases, the base toys were on one hand kind of lame because they just sat there and didn't do anything. But on the other hand, were awesome because they had all kinds of these play features and all kinds of ways for your smaller toys to interact with and 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 you know become part of it. And it became something that you know they would fight over or fight on, and, and you know there'd be jail cells and trap doors and gimmicks. 
And the cool thing about the Titan size class is you can put in those play features and it doesn't detract from the aesthetics of the toy because the toy is so big that you can have electronics and light up and, and you know switches and gears. But you try and put that in, in a deluxe class or even a Voyager class toy and suddenly you've got like a giant arm because that's the only way you can put in that, put in that play feature. So that, that is definitely something that I feel like the new Metroplex is lacking. Um, you know, and, and the arc, you know, was also lacking a lot of those play features, but the previous, the previous Titans had those. I mean, I love, I love Trypticon. Trypticon is my favorite of the Titans and he just has so many fun interactive play features and that it's just, you know, they're, it's just fun to mess around with. And, and, you know, I'm still a big giant kid and I like just the idea of this big giant base where you can set all your guys up on it and have them create some epic battle. I thank you for that perspective because really that's kind of what I was getting at. I feel like the Titans have been for that like play feature level of collector, you know, the person who's buying it to play with their kids or the kid who's buying it to play with themselves and all those types of things, you know, it's really been kind of a play based thing. And I guess you kind of like reminded me that this isn't the first time. This is the second time. There hasn't been a whole lot of play based stuff because the arc, yeah, it has a play mode for tiny choking hazards to go inside of it and be put in different spots and not move. You know, like that's not really a play feature if it's targeted at the young kids. It's targeted at the middle, middle children up to us um, more than anything else. So yeah, you're right that this has already happened once already. And I guess the arc's still okay. Like I didn't see it going on crazy Clarence before it kind of it went. It got pretty low. A bunch of websites had it down to like the 110, 120 level. I don't recall it, it ever popping up at Ollie's where you're getting it for 60 bucks. Like you could for your Metroplex that you have there. Um, but you know, the mainframe component of the arc is something I sometimes forget because it is so independent of the rest of that toy. And and it, you know, I get it. It's it's can fit inside, but it is just like its own little different thing in terms of mainframe and Teletran one. And that's that's probably the thing that your toys would interact with the most that came with the arc was is that. And you know, I don't know. Um, and I do, I do miss those. I do. And that's one of the things I like about the commander size class toys as well is that, you know, you had like the mini bases back in the day. If you couldn't get the big giant base, there'd be a couple smaller size bases that your toys could interact with. And I, I love that play feature with the micromasters, um, where you had the different bases that could connect. And so I was, I was very excited when Hasbro was redoing those. So those deserve more. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. They did deserve more. They did deserve more because the, the MicroMaster bases that we got don't do a good job of interacting with MicroMasters. Like, they're they're a fun homage. They have robot modes now. That's kind of cool. But they're not fun play bases, really. Like, if you get, like, 50 of them and put them together, sure, yeah, then they're pretty If you cool. bought all the bases and but combine them the with your they Titans, are out of the box. Uh, as well as all the other toys that had those connecting ports, you can, you can build a pretty darn big city. Um, but one no. by itself isn't that fun. Like you know, pull it out of your backpack and play with it type of thing that the old. No, ones but they were. have the to talk different kind of weaponizer features, which again was fun. I want to talk about the interconnectivity of these things because we know that the new Metroplex does not have the interconnectivity, but you know who does? Motormaster. 
Motormaster's base mode has the ramp connector so you can continue connecting to everything previous. I'm very excited so for I don't, that. I don't know if they've shuffled off part of that play to a different expensive toy or what. But yeah, it is kind of disappointing that this Titan and the Ark, to a certain extent, are not built to exist with everything else. I mean, Metroplex kind of is because he's just that big, but all he is is he's a big guy, right? He's not meant to... He doesn't have any extra things, like you guys have been saying. He's just... He's a big a big fella. It's cool, but how does that enhance the playability of my collection if I'm a, I'm a kid, not just a displaying things adult? Yeah, and it really just gives you a really big robot man. Like, that's, that's really what he is. That's what you get when you have him. And, yeah, he's a different thing. I will say I think he's got of. the coolest accessory of any Titan. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Big he old does. spin and axe. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Just to see how Buzzsaw Battle Axe is just like, chopping up Inferno. You know who else is on that box? Nemesis. Wait, you see you, on the box you see him chopping up Inferno, like you said, but also the Nemesis is up yep. there in the corner. Yep. Hmm. Which, which after the arc, there was a ton of it speculation that we were going to get a Nemesis. I think we will. I, I really, I mean, why wouldn't we at this point? It'd be really cool if we did. And they kept the design pretty much. So it couldn't just be a simple yeah. remold of the arc. They wouldn't just be arc painted purple. Think, which would you know, suck. I think the arc and the nemesis, if it comes out, are really good display pieces to have in like the background of a collection. Absolutely. Because I think that's how they interact. Like, oh yeah, all these guys go on, on here. And you can hang it from the ceiling, I guess, if you're industrious enough and, you know, do that sort of thing. But again, Metroplex is just a big guy. <laughs> He's a dude. He is one singular man. Yep. And he is large. That's his thing. It's yeah, I miss the play stuff. I, I think they should be kind of based around interactivity. Yeah, and I think without it, you kind of run into an issue that I wonder about because like you know, these guys, this guy in Metroplex and um Trypticon and probably not Scorponok, but they aren't quite as aesthetically pleasing as mm -hmm. they could be. You know, they could look a little nicer than they do. I don't feel like Metroplex falls into that new Metroplex, Cybertron Metroplex. I feel like he actually looks yes. as good as he could and then doesn't have the play value, right? Like they've kind of exchanged the play value for looks like they do with every other size class. And it's an interesting thing to see happen because now you can't really market him as a play fet. He really is right. just a really big you action figure. sell him on the back of his character or his looks rather than his ability to contribute to your greater collection as a whole. And that's that's a tough sell. Yeah, he doesn't complete bucks, your collection. Maybe he'll sell like Gangbusters. I don't know. We None of us know. But it's... Yeah, we don't know. Hard. To, it's hard to say that you know, without the interactivity that it would sell necessarily as well. There's a me. There's a former me. There may even be recordings of this me, because I think I was already on the show when I still had this perspective, who would have said that she would not spend $200 on a character that she does not have an attachment to. And I've kind of gone back on that a few times in the last few years that I kind of regret. But, um, yeah, that, that's kind of a tricky thing, right? Because I think sometimes 
a really expensive figure, part of it's going to be us telling ourselves, you know, I can't spend that much money as they don't have an attachment to. So I do think it's always a risk to release these big figures. Because the arc was very, the arc, as risky as it was, being a new design, being something they hadn't done before, being something they canonically didn't transform, it wasn't really that big of a risk because so many of us had attachment levels to the arc they easily justified a $160 figure. We were just like, oh, it's a chance to own the Ark. It's the Bible reference the Transformers wrote in. That's cool. And we all had to buy it. I would rather spend 200 bucks on a high-quality third-party toy than I would on this new Metroplex. Right. There's, yeah. there's the thing, right? Because there will be things you're highly attached to. There will be $200 figures coming out at the same time that are third-party figures that our characters Not are that, highly I, attached to. I just think and they'll be skip. more worth the money. I mean, this Metroplex toy, one of the things I was shocked when I saw it was that the back of the package said it's like 52 steps to, con- to convert it, to transform it. Like, what? How do you get 52 steps out of that? Like, I was looking at it, and I could count maybe like two dozen steps. It seems like a pretty simple rudimentary transformation. And that's, you know, even if it's not, if they make it more complex, to me it almost feels like unnecessarily so. I think they're including making it go to work mode and then from work mode to the taller mode. That's my guess on that. Because it's like 20 to get it to the one and then 20 to get it from that to the other thing because you reverse it. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes they kid safe those transformations too. Sometimes they, you know, they break what is really one step up into three so that you can follow it very carefully. I noticed that too, though, Phil, and I was like, wow, geez, 52 steps? That sounds like a lot. That sounds not fun. Yeah. But then you look at the design, it's like, uh, I've done this before. No, this is is not Studio Series Blackout, you know, that that you're going to look at and say, like, oh, yeah, I can see why this thing has a ton of steps. Uh, Metroplex, just you kind of fold it up the legs, and there you go. So I, I want to address the attachment thing too. Like, I'm not attached to this Metroplex like emotionally. He was in the show, right? And he was cool, and I had the toy. But it's not like I have some deep primal bond to this character because again, he hasn't been around a lot. But I, you know, I was there. Cybertron's like my series, so like I'm happy to support it. But it's not like, oh my gosh, this is what I've always wanted. I can't believe he's finally here. It's giant Metroplex. It's like, that's not that's not what I've been waiting for, right? It's, it's just not. That was my problem with this guy. Like, my literal attachment to Fort Max was formed when a friend of mine in high school had one. As a little kid, this toy was too big and expensive for me to even know it existed, right? Like, or not not this toy, but the version of this toy, the real Fort Max. It was something a kid at my socioeconomic status would have never owned and would have never even seen that thing. So I didn't have, I don't have an attachment to Fort Max as a character because, you know, um, if you didn't watch Headmasters, he didn't really have that much screen time. Um, and if you didn't, if you lived in the U.S., you probably didn't watch Headmasters when it first aired. So there was, there was season, you know, that attachment was season wasn't four there for this either. Yeah, how much? How much? It's not a lot, but that he also had a, a good story in the yeah. comics. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. in the comics, which I'm sure some kids actually read. I the bought comics. them. I didn't necessarily read them. 
I was not quite at the comic level at that point. But my point is that these guys didn't really have, like, an attachment for a lot of us either, you know? Just for some people, they did. Metroplex was certainly cool, and he was a good part of, the like, the second-to-last arc of the show. But I'd rather have, like, a new Wing Saber that attaches to that Optimus, or a Leo Breaker, same thing. Uh, you know, Landmine, Scourge, Megatron, Stars Green. Yeah. You know, the Override and She's Coming Soon in the Velocitron line. But it's it's just odd. It's an odd pick for Cybertron, and it's an odd pick for a Titan. I'm happy about it. Don't get me wrong. Again, I'm just still confused. Which which landmine would you rather see yeah, instead of this? Yeah, those guys had more screen time and lines. Uh, either Energon or Cybertron. Really, he was a big part of Cybertron. He was like a central character okay. for the first two arcs. I, I or Vector Prime, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely Vector Prime. Um. I don't think I've ever watched Cybertron all the way through. I watched majority of Energon and I saw all of Armada, but by the time they got to Cybertron, I was I was checked out on that cartoon. Cybertron is decent. All right. It's not the best one. It is the best one of the three. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that. But uh you know, it's decent. It's not close to animated, it's not close to prime. It's considering all the crap we've gotten lately though, it's pretty middle of the road. I will say that going back and watching a lot of the cartoons I didn't watch originally, just watching them on Twitch streamers, um, I have realized that the Armada trilogy was not nearly as bad as angry, angsty, teenager, early 20s me thought it was. Like, I was like, oh, this is as good as the stuff I had as a kid. And proportionally, no. You know, cartoons were, were worse in general when I was a kid. <laughs> Because they didn't really have plots or make any sense, but they were still fun. But proportionally, it was probably worse than what I grew up with. But um, yeah, definitely still okay. You know, those were very okay cartoons. They had plots you could follow. You could invest in characters. Characters were very investable. Voice acting was okay for the time. They were fine. I was not a fan of their anime style of of what they did with with those cartoons in terms of the reusing the the same footage over and over again the 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 long drawn out like kind of power up type stuff and and all that and it's just to me it was all the it sticks to the budget it does it does And, and yes it is very budgetary you know concern there i get it um that's annoying you're right yeah it's annoying and then but we were coming out of car robots, though. That's true. In car robots, yeah. But I actually animated. dug that. I don't know. I liked it better. Um, well, car robots had yeah. traditional animation, and it wasn't falling into CG world, which your Mana trilogy stuff started to veer in a CG world, which wasn't very no, pretty. No, it back wasn't then. pretty, and and yeah, it got expensive, so you had to reuse stuff over and over again. But. Armada was just so chock full of mistakes on so many levels. Yeah. So it, they did not Armada set up rough. very, they, they did not set the table nicely for the other two because the expectations were so poor. Well, I mean, I, at the time, I thought it was weird that they called them a trilogy because Cybertron was such a reboot. Like, Cybertron is not connected to the other yes. two. They, like in America, they kind of made it connected, but it's like not. It's not. Not really. No one remembers what they did in the last series. All the new characters are like new. 
Yeah, it doesn't really seem like it's the same thing. They brought in the Armada kids as a nod, at the very, right? Very end, and Galaxy Force did at the very end. Them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Huh. And I should yep. know that part. That was purely added, just for the American release. I think the other issue we're going to find as we move forward in time for you know, modern updates is that when you get to Cybertron, I think that's like the beginning of the modern era of toy engineering. Like, most of those toys are not bad. They have comparable articulation to what we're going with now. Yes, some of them are hampered by the gimmicks, for, but the, you know, the Cyber Planet Key stuff, I think, is the least inhibitive of the, the bunch. So... I think as you pull those designs into the present, you're not going to have tons of modern versions that'll be better than the original versions. They'll fit with what we have now, which is the the reason I'm going to continue to buy them. But it's like, they're not vast improvements like G1 to now is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I am finding myself asking that question, is this better than the original, especially as we do prime toys? Whereas we do Prime Toys, there's a lot of that, you know, is that RC better than the first edition no. RC? And most people are saying definitely but, not, right? Like, but, it doesn't even take a strong it doesn't thought mean about it. It's bad. It's just different. It's a different no, it's a different not at all. Like, they can but, both yeah. be good toys. But they're not doing but... Studio Series RC for Legacy. This is a, this is a new iteration right. of her and Bulkhead yes. and... Right. and um, uh, knockout. But we've been living in an upgrade world for so long. Yes. Like, that's been how we've done Generations. This Generations has been all about upgrading our old stuff into new stuff with articulation yep. and features and paint and we blah, blah, blah. Even imagining since Universe 2. Like, right. That's not been a thing. Even, even now, we're upgrading to Thrilling 30, right? We're still we're going back to Thrilling 30. We're looking at those old figures saying... The articulation hasn't aged well. The redesigns haven't aged well. Ooh, these new ones replace it. Great. Um, and now it's going to get tricky as we get into the new stuff. It may not always be upgrades anymore. Yeah, John in the you know in the chat you know talks about the the original um, Cybertron Optimus Prime compared to the the one they did in, in what was it the the Earthrise line Siege. Siege I'm sorry. And and yeah, the the original is a better toy. It's it's more fun. Looks better. The proportions are better. You know, obviously the the newer version kind of suffers because he's a remold. Um, but but yeah, the original is considerably better. Because that original yeah. was such a good toy. Like that is a that is one of the like that should make it onto anybody's like top one hundred Transformers list because that is just such a good yeah. good figure it's just like when when we get that inevitable scourge repaint of the laser prime people are going to look back at their i rid scourge and they're going to be like hmm do i just like him better than this new one there's going to be a lot of those comparisons that we did and you've already have. seen that with laser prime you know you've already seen that with the new legacy laser yeah. prime that people are like why why do we need this um you know the original is not that bad um so I, I think what we're getting with I think what we're getting with the Transformers Prime Legacy toys is reimaginings. And and I think you kind of need to do that with toys that with figures where the original toy was so accurate to what we saw in the media. 
And so if we're going to get a new animated character, a new lock, you know, you know, lockdown or a new, again, um, you know, we saw with bulkhead, um, going with something that is a reimagining makes a lot of sense. And I'm on board for that. Cause I have what I think is, would be a comparable studio series caliber toy of those characters already. So I'm, I'm fine with reimaginings. And I think what we were trying to get from what we wanted with the generations line and then what we wanted from the masterpiece line was give me what I saw on the screen in my hand. And they kept getting closer and closer to that, but never getting quiet. And then now with, again, with Masterpiece and with, you know, with the, the studio series toys, we're getting those, getting those figures. So what do you do now? And to Christian's point, you go with the Unicron trilogy, which may not always be an upgrade. I think the Metroplex is an upgrade, but it's not always going to be that case. It's not a surefire upgrade. And I would even say some of the Beast Wars toys are not necessarily definitive upgrades. You know, the the, the new Scorponok is, I mean, he's kind of stumpy. Yeah. So you could say the original Scorponok yeah, is a bit better of a toy. Because, again, the original Scorponok yeah. was a really good toy. Just like the original Optimus Primal yeah, was a really good toy. Like, those are, those are great toys. So it's hard for the quote-unquote upgrade. I can't air quote right now because I'm holding a four max. But it's hard for those upgrades to really fully be upgrades because the original toys were just the best of their line. And uh, Ron That's wants to watch you now. rock Fort Max asleep like one of your old doll toys. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. Give him a little, a little pat on the back and a little burp. Yeah. Take a little nap. I really got him out to make a point. And that, that is something I want to ask everyone. Is that why you and got him I, holding the big sword pointing right at your camera? Pretty simple. Yes, because I'm going to make the a point very literally. Like, but that sword doesn't come with him. Where'd that come from? Um, anywho, now the reason I have him out is I just want to ask everyone, including the people in the chat, comments, you guys, whatever, what do you guys do with your titans? Like, most of the people on the cast, most of the people I know are the type of people who just take their Transformers and they line them up on shelves and they put them in a display. Like, is that what Titans do? Are these, you know, $200 display guys? Is that is it their lives? They go into bot mode and they just stand lined up with their friends forever Thanks. and ever? Like I said, I, I take mine out probably at least once a year and build a Transformer city with them. And that's cool. Yeah. Like, I was really happy to hear that. Because I, I had to figure out a use for these guys, right? And that was when I first started collecting Legends. I realized that, you know, you can make a really cool display with the legend size figures. And you have to squint a little bit. Because Legends figures are definitely at a higher level of detail than the, um, than the Titans are. Because, you know, these are, as Lucas likes to say, many masterpieces. And these are normal size toys. Um, but it's been a really cool thing to have, right? Like just having my big setup where they're all having battles on top of Titans is really cool. I've enjoyed that um, that display aesthetic. And now I'm trying to redo it a little bit because now Dr. Wu is releasing their little things. And now I can have Seekers that are this big, but pretty detailed, but not more detailed than 
the tight end, right, as a display piece, which could be pretty cool as well, because I think these match better, you know, they match better in level of detail with him than the old Legends figures do. Old Legends. Than the Legends figures do. Because the Legends figures are, again, that fancy level of detail, and these are more like um, retail toy level of detail. So I think that's a cool thing to do with Titans. Like, I think there are things you can do with them to give them play value, display value, that, whatever. Totally that was another reason why I like the Micromasters, because the Micromasters were really fun to play with on the Titans and, and with Omega Supreme specifically, they made it so that they would, you know, they would interact pretty, pretty darn well. And so that was that those were fun to have, you know, kind of running around and, and posing as if they're operating the gun turrets and riding down the ramps and all that sort of thing. So Catherine mentioned forming super cities which she does regularly and takes photos of, which are really cool. Sometimes she shares in her Discord chat. The different photos she takes of them are really neat. John mentioned putting them flanking his television, but there's only so many flakes to a television, so as they kept coming out, that became impossible. And then Ron mentioned also displaying them in bot mode and occasionally having his son play with them. So it sounds like most of us try to do something a little more than just display, but some people do just display them. But I think it is interesting. Hey, Christian, it's yeah, okay, no, Christian. No, We're not no judging, judging here. And I think, again, it's, it's the idea of the interactivity, the play value of the Titan class toys, the bases, what that sort of lends itself to for that play factor. They are probably the... Transformers that I own that are the most consistently brought out. Now, granted, I have just an obscene number of Transformers, so so it's not often that that toys get you know brought upstairs more than once or twice before something new replaces it. But the Titans, yeah, they they come out every year, and Metroplex and Fort Max it doesn't matter how old they are, they're still coming out to make those big cities, and even some of the smaller ones like I you know Titans Return Blaster is not the best blaster we've just got a brand new blaster that's much better but he turns into a base and i like him for that and and he makes a pretty cool base so i still keep him around and i want to get rid of him same with uh, the you know titans return power master optimus prime um you know not not even he's, he's actually a really bad base too um but but he is a base, base. you know and, and titans return six shot where's the tank that gets the little flaps it's like look he connects it's like i okay whatever i'll, I'll take it i'll take it he goes at the end so, I really like him anyway. As a he's one I actually I, would say oh, the G one I enjoy more. I like the proportions. I like the proportions of the G one six shot versus Titans Return six shot. Yeah, I could definitely see that. So he was more impressive back in G one that it was something that could transform yeah. six times than with the modern figure. Where it was almost a letdown because his alt modes were pretty yeah. accurate. That's just an interesting thing about these figures is sometimes, you know, doing the same thing they did 30 years ago isn't no. impressive anymore. I don't know. But yeah, I appreciate everyone sharing what they do with their Titans. Because I just, I think it's just interesting that we're all clogging up our collection with these giant things. 
and getting another one, you know, once a year, twice a year, ever how often, they're just going to take up so much room. That's another reason why I'm not getting Metroplex is, is, you know, when it comes to things I have in, in a finite amount, space is definitely one of them. And I just don't have room for that dude. I'm going to be getting, hopefully, my, my HasLab Galactus this year. Hopefully, my HasLab Star Saber. And, and you know, th- those will take up precedence in terms of space versus what that... Again, even if I found them for 100 bucks, I don't think I'd get them. Because I just... what I, I don't think I'd want to play with them that much. And then it would just take up a bunch of room. I'm going to make room... I'm going to make room, and once I do make room and sell $200 worth of figures, I'll get them. Until then, though, no. I want them. I like it. Like, that is a cool toy to that's me. That's fine. So I, want one. I, I would I would recommend waiting. That's that's my thing with this toy. If you want it, wait. Yeah, I plan to. Wait for I it to get cheaper. cheaper. It's not even the 190 that he is at Target. I'd say you're you're going to find a better deal. Will you, will you get him for under 150 or closer to 100 I, I don't know, but... But I think you'll probably at least be able to find them for like around, you know, 150. I don't know if we'll have to wait till Black Friday. That's normally when I would buy my Titans would be like Cyber Monday. Amazon would have Titans for like 100 bucks. Um, but but yeah, around Christmas time last year, Arc went for deep deep discounts in a lot of different places. Um, I like I like John's point in the chat. I used to think my G1 Metroplex was huge. And yeah, I just remember that sentiment as a kid. I never had G1 Metroplex. I still don't to this day. But like my cousin had them and it was like, oh my God, it's Metroplex. He's gigantic. And and yeah, to your to your little kid brain, like the the size and scale is like that's a that's a honking toy. Yes. These are so much bigger than anything yeah. we, we dealt with as kids it's crazy to go back and think like little kid me would have been terrified by how big these toys were yeah they're so big but like castle grayskull was about the size of some of these things um yeah the ad at was close to the star wars ad at was close in size to some of these bless you <laughs> thank you there's this um, there's this little boat from from I think some sort of army man cartoon. Oh, army guys versus snake terrorists. That I've heard it's yeah. pretty big. Yeah. Yes. I've heard they had a really big boat that yes. some people liked a little bit. The USS flag. Oh, my, my next door neighbor not, had that. I am planning on getting this as soon as the new Metroplex as soon as possible. Full retail. I don't. I don't care. I'm willing to support it. No, and that's great. Like that is that is what a. A little bit of attachment, like you don't. You said you don't have big attachment to it, but you have a little, a little bit of attachment to it. I get a gesture. It could have been now. any Cybertron character, right? Like, not necessarily as a Titan, right. but like this makes sense. Like any Cybertron character, I would have been like, "Yes, you have my support. Here is my pre-order. I'm not gonna wait for a clearance price." Also, I'm a little bit superstitious about that. Like the one time I actually wait for them, they will sell out. Like Omegas did. Like Scorponox did. They eventually came back. I'm just saying I like having things and having them secured. No, I understand that. And I, I feel the same to an extent, honestly, that it's a risk. But in this case, it was a risk. I thought about like my life in two years where I don't own this figure and I missed it. I'm not going to be worried about it. Like it's not going to upset me to have missed it. Now, if I would have missed Scorponok, my chance to own a design that I think is really cool a robot scorpion and a character I like. 
I I couldn't deal with that. So I had to I had to make sure I got a Scorponok. Yeah, Scorponok was the only giant toy I had from a kid from the G1. So that was that was definitely something that I was after. But I just when I look at when I look at Cybertron Metroplex and I just look at it and say for a, a toy that I don't have any attachment to I don't think is really that good looking and at that price point, all I can just think of myself is in this economy. <laughs> We're the three levels of that figure though. I think it's Christians, the buy it day one. I'm the want it, but wait for myself to have more money or for a sell. And Phil's the one who's just out. Yeah. I mean, if it comes out, one of us are strangling the. In the in-hand picture, looks really good. Yeah. The in-hand pictures look really good, and Christian swears up and down how awesome it is, and it's more complex than it looks. Maybe I'll I'll decide to buy it again. I was going to pass on Bulkhead. You guys talked me into getting Legacy Bulkhead with your Microcasters episode, um, and I was certain I was going to pass on him. So maybe I'll change my mind, but um, it seems unlikely. Let's we'll tell how it is for real. Yeah. We will we will be honest about yeah. it. Yeah. I think it will be legacy bulkhead level impressive, but it will still be two hundred dollars instead of thirty two. You know, like like legacy bulkhead is a really good figure. You don't really need attachment to him because he's only thirty two dollars. But this is still going to be really expensive, even if Christian and I both end up with it at the same time, and we're both like, "Wow, this is so good. He's so fun. I want to hang out with him on Friday nights." It's still gonna cost that much money, and you may not be convinced. And maybe by then he'll be down in clearance prices, and I'll be able to get him for cheap. So I don't know. That's that's the gamble I'm taking. I, I don't view it as much of a. I, I'm not. I don't view this as a risk like Christian does, because it's not a toy that I have any real significant demand for myself to go acquire. So two comments from the chat that I want to mention. One is that before we brought up the flag, someone had already mentioned that Tidal Wave would also serve as a chance for another G.I. Joe crossover. It's totally possible, but so far they haven't done any straight remolds for the crossovers or um, straight repaints. They've done significant remolds. Even that goofy Megatron his tank, which I'm looking forward to, but I admit that it has some goofiness to it. Um... That thing, you know, was in no way a remold or a repaint. It was a whole new toy made off of a weird hollow his tank that was no longer hollow and had a Megatron inside of it. So I don't think it would happen even if they made a broadside or a tidal wave that became a broadside that became a flag. But it would be great if they did. It would be super cool. Um, I think people would be excited about it. It would be way too much smaller than the original flag. (laughs) But that's okay. Because that thing was ridiculous. Um, but Sean mentioned something really interesting to me. And this is a question I think we won't be able to fully answer because we're going to be straight gassing. But is there a chance that they would do another Unicron as a Titan class no. figure? Not not your Unicron. Not the one y'all bought. But a Unicron just to produce no. one mass. Christian is sure that no, they wouldn't. No it would betray Christian. I would say no, if there's a new version of Unicron in new media, maybe. Hmm. A, a Unicron. Yeah. Yeah. Unicron. Yeah. New Unicron. Like, I mean, there was definitely, um, 
There was definitely Unicron hints, not even hints, in the last movie before Bumblebee, so. Yeah, I mean, I just think at the end of the day, they have... <laughs> They have said their piece on Unicron. Does that mean it's done for good? No, but I'd say you've got about 10 years in between, you know, after HasLab before we'd never see another G1 Unicron. And you can't even say we'd get a new Armada Unicron because that was, granted, different. It was designed to be pretty close to G1 Unicron. Again, maybe we'd get like a Commander class uh, Transformers Prime Unicron. Um, turns into a mountain or whatever. Um, that that's about it uh, that I could think of. Cybertron has a Unicron, but it's not like a popular design. Yeah, yeah, and it's small, so I don't see that being a a Titan class. Because the original was what, just a deluxe. It's a deluxe. Yeah. So a Titan Armada Unicron would be really interesting just to see happen, like to. To make it into a different, to, uh, I guess, really grab onto the differences. Like, there were differences between the Armada design and the original design. They were subtle because it was definitely based upon. It would be really interesting just to see that happen, for us to end up with both existing on shelves. To me, I feel like Hasbro would be really out of ideas if we got to that point. I don't think that would happen. I don't, I don't expect that, but if it did happen, then so be I think we should be wrapping this up pretty soon here, but from each of you, who yeah. are toys that you'd like to see as Titans that we haven't mentioned? So we talked about Tidal Wave. We've talked about Nemesis, um, you know, Broadside's gotten some mentions. Who, who are Titan class figures that, that you two would like to see come out? We haven't mentioned pretty much talked about the ones I want. It's a list of Tidal Wave. Tidal Wave over and over. I, I've got two in in my mind. Well, share one of yours, please. Give us So once I say here. one, the this other is hard. Obvious, and the, the, that would be Magna Boss. I want that to be a commander. I don't want that to be a Titan. <laughs> That's too big. I, yeah, I mean, I can see that argument. I don't want a like foot tall elephant. I kind of do want a foot tall elephant, but okay. Well, in that same vein, I'm not going to go with not who you expected. I will say Rail Racer. Yeah, yeah, that's a great Ooh. one. But that's that's three guys, right? So, and again, could be done well as a commander class, but but could be done well as Titan class. Uh, I think as if you want to go with like one guy things. The best I can come up with is like Axelon and Darkseid, just more ships. Yeah, I mean, to me though, you know, we've had Combiner Titans. I mean, Predaking and Devastator sure. are considered Titans, right? Um, yeah. So uh, you know, it's it's you know, I, I would say we could do Combiner Titans. Uh, I'd put Raiden in there then. I mean, we're kind of getting him. Yeah, Raiden for you know, sure as well. Know. We'll see. No, I'll, I will put an asterisk on that one. We're getting him as something. He will be something. Yeah, that is for sure. That is the thing that's happening. Some sort what of other event. giant dudes are there. Like, okay, you mentioned the combiners, and I think the 
the new legacy combiners will end up being about that size. But for the the weird ones do like we Tritritus, what did you say? And I'm sorry. I said, do we want a new Primus? I don't think I, we do. I, I don't think I do. I, I'd want almost a completely new design, really or or yeah, the original Figueroa design for him is really good. Yeah, the original what? The Don Figueroa. Design. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we can get we can get real crazy and, and get a, a planet Earth Titan based on the Transformers GI Joe comic book. Ugh. I think it's horrible. <laughs> um, Italy was his boot. Italy was his yeah, foot. Yeah. It's bigger than Africa. That makes sense. Africa was his heart. Catherine said Titan Ultra Magnus with tiny lost light crew. That would be I would get a Titan. Yeah. It's a real deep cut. Yeah, yeah, a Titan Lost Light that was made off of one of the ship molds. That would be fine. You could share parts between that and the Nemesis, probably. Even the Ark. Yeah. Other giant dudes. Titan Class Rod Pod. Hmm. She deleted her old butter replacement with Titan Class Rod Pod. Uh, I agree with that one. Oh, oh man, who was the giant monster thing from Beast Wars 2? Um, from the Beast Wars 2 movie. Shoot. Galvatron? Galvatron, I think, like, wrote on the thing. Oh, what is the, it? The big old Unicron thing? Yeah, he was kind of Unicron looking. Unicron-y? Hmm. I gotta look it up. I'm gonna let you finish, but I forgot what I'm gonna say. Oh, but I want to make everyone sad. Aster Train. I want a really, really big Aster Train. So I can have him. He can be Cyber Burst Aster Train, so he's actually that big. But that way he can actually hold everybody. Uh, Volcanicus. Well, can I guess this is also a thought I had. Like, we could make a, you know, we could basically take the leader-sized Xenobot yeah. and make a combiner. I mean, that's not, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I would ask for trade first, though. Oh, what about the, the horrible thing that happened um, in the, uh, the Machinima cartoons? Oh, the Starscream thing yeah yeah when starscream just started wearing yeah. all the combiners and zaldron and said it like before i yeah, just found it the, the the majin zarok is is the uh is the big monster from uh beast wars 2 movie thing mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i mean that that you're talking super deep cut i mean the only other giant dudes i can think about would be like cybertron minasaur Quick mix, I think you get rid, get, get out of a commander because he was a little bit shorter than those other two. The Minosaur is just as a big dude as uh, Metroplex is. Yeah. <sighs> My Astro Train pick is a really deep yeah. one, too. 
can't really get to be a big part of the show. But he was. He was huge. And he's been huge in... And I was really hoping that our new Astro Train would be the commander. I was really hoping they'd make him big like He's been fire. huge in two formats, in, in both uh, Transformers uh, War for Cybertron and in Cyberverse. Yeah. So, yeah, the generals from Zone. Yeah, but his War for Cybertron toy is a little teeny guy. <laughs> yeah, it's the generals from Zone. The nine great demon so generals. Such a weirdo. Just, just, just gorgeous capes. You, you're, yeah, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta. I mean, you could do like... John like said... Diatlas. That Titan's too big, so you'd have to do like Diatlas and Sonic Bomber or something. Yeah. 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 Diatlas is very good. Um, If... Uh, Star Saber did well. He's very good. Has lab fodder. Yeah. Do the whole big power thing. But the Titans yeah. return, big power thing is pretty good. I think. I think like Star Saber, it actually looks cool enough as a design. They could sell it to people who weren't even into the Japanese G1. Yeah, I sold stuff. my big power set. I'm very bummed about that. It was one of those things where I was like. Ah, I've had it for how many years, and I never opened it up. Am I ever going to open it? How much do I really want it? And I feel like as soon as I sold them, I'm like, oh, I wish I hadn't. I kind of wish I would have got one. It's, it's one of those sets that's like, it doesn't fit anywhere in my collection, but it's just cool looking nonetheless. And so it's like, ugh. That's why I bought it, because it was yeah. so cool looking. I have my fans project one, and it's just like, it's really annoying to transform, yeah, it's so not I don't play with it. Not, not that the yeah, would be if it wasn't not that the big powered Hasbro one or Takara one is great. I mean, it's it's definitely a remold, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think what fine. we're coming down to though is that after you know Nemesis or Tidal Wave or Broadside, Titans are going to be multi pack gift sets as opposed to giant people. Well, Ron pointed out Cyberverse Tripticon. He's a different guy. He's a mercenary. He's a cool okay. fella. I have no knowledge of Cyberverse. Like, <laughs> he he. No, I'm, I'm all for the Cyberverse ones. It's, I it's a Cyberverse stylized Trypticon, so it looks just like G1 oh. Trypticon, except like you know less details because the Cyberverse animation. There style. is one more uh, giant dude I know about. That dude from Rescue Bots, the boat guy. Oh yeah, was it Deep Dive? Um, deep Dive Undertow. Yeah, no, he is he is pretty cool. He he was a very giant boat guy. kind of similar in terms of like the head to Omega Supreme, but he wasn't. Yeah, no, and they they did do a really big giant toy version of him um, for the Rescue Bots toy line, and and I was kind of bummed that by the time that my son got into Rescue Bots, that toy had kind of come and gone and was getting pricey on the secondary market because. That that was a cool toy, and uh, it was voiced by uh, the guy who did the voice of uh, '80s Duke from the GI Joe comics. Who well, I'm sure did Transformers character voices. I just know him from Duke. So that's all I got for Giant. Yeah, yeah. I gotta look up his name now. Um... I think every series could give one or two giant guys, though. Like, we dug around a bit. 
You can pull a couple from Animated. You can pull a couple from Cyberverse. You can pull a couple from Armada. You know, you can you can find them. Yeah, I think I would really like to see the Animated Omega, but they've just done an arc and they've just done an Omega. I know those are you know one and three years old now, but it's like that's still pretty recent in Titan World. Yeah, I agree. I don't see that coming. There's a really cool 3D printed one someone mm-hmm. posted like last week. I wouldn't be sure mad is. about a new G1 Metroplex, but I'm not sure I would I know. a new G1 Metroplex. No, it really shouldn't happen. It would really be a kick in the face for High it to time, happen. But it's been you know, nine years since the other one. so Especially before Tidal Wave. Like, Tidal Wave needs to happen Tidal first. Wave, Tidal Wave needs to happen first, and then Nemesis needs to happen. And I'm okay with Tidal Wave doing yeah. Commander instead then, of Titan. If that's, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm okay with either. We can reset after that if we need yeah, to. Yeah, High Tide was the guy's name. And so he had both a, a, like, small version of him was, like, the regular bot. And, like, the giant robot was kind of, like, his boat slash a mech suit type of thing almost. I just like boats. There's not enough boats. There isn't. We need more boats. Boats are fun. If it takes a Titan for me to get a new Lyokaiser, I would be willing to take that too. He's a six-parter. He's not. I really don't think of him as as being bigger than most combiners Mm -hmm. because there weren't as many combiners around in that series to compare to, but whatever. Like if they want to make it big, if they want to make it Titan size, give me some near leader class Breastmaster guys. That'll be great. I'm cool with that. Yeah, because I would like to throw Road Caesar into that mix. Yeah. Oh, I I want Road Caesar to be everything though. (laughs) He's every size class. I love Road Caesar so much. We're never gonna get one. Yeah, I, I've got, I've got Jeffy Hades, and Hades in his combined mode is sort of, I don't know, the shins are way too big. Um, but the individual bots are pretty fun, and I do like the idea of them. The individual yeah. bots are so good yeah. of Hades. So. so I would actually take a decent combined version. Like if they want to sell me a Titan that's similar to Devastator, where the the individual bots are okay, but the combined version is ooh. Then I can have my my TFC guys as their robot modes, and the combined version is a Hasbro one. I'm all like for it. Ten years ago, I, I had a, a personal trainer that I worked out with at a local gym, and he was like, "Phil, you're like an athlete from the waist down. Like the waist down, like your legs are like muscular and strong, and all this sort of thing. You have like good definition, like just above <laughs> the waist. You're just a pudgy out of shape dude. Like it's like the opposite of that for Hades. Like the waist up is a gorgeous looking toy, and the waist down is like what? What is this thing? It is. Yeah, it was. Those legs were bad." Have you gotten no. the upgrade kit they released? Not, it's not out, out, yet. It's out yet. Wait, there's an upgrade kit for Hades? Because like the toy it. itself is what, five, six years old, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, it oh, got announced gosh. recently and came out. It's like a no, fifteen twenty dollar upgrade kit. I'm not being actually with released that by them. Kit. It's supposed to fix the connectors okay. and make the whole thing yeah, more stable. It is. It also fixes some things around the belt okay. region. It's supposed to make the combined better, but I haven't. 
like it's definitely twenty to twenty five dollars yeah. if it's good is worth it because that thing combined right now is not great. But anyway, yeah, Zaldron just threw out a good one. Is Monstructor? Mm-hmm. I think a big old Monstructor. Well, yeah, I mean, because too, if you smaller Monstructor, if it came with exactly, it yeah, you could do two different I'll ways of that. With that too. But not the freaking fans project version where the the shells were like a hundred dollars each. No. Let's not play that game. The shells should be should be cheap and simple. I Fine. wouldn't even mind it if we didn't get the shells because all the monster modes were sort of robotic versions of the shells. Um, yeah, if they iguana style it, then I think I'm yeah, that. yeah. And in the chat, someone pointed out they are releasing okay. the whole Hades. As well, it's not just the upgrade kit; they're just selling the upgrade kit separate for those of us yeah. who've had him for years. Yeah. I would just like to be able to display him combined without pooping themselves. Yeah, I mean he's he's kind of a brick in in you know combined so mode where you just you don't want to you can't pose him. Oh, it's absolutely! Frustrating to get together too. Yeah, like they're oh, you have to push yeah, really hard I, on some I of those parts. Being very annoying. nervous about my fingers getting pinched. Or breaking the toy. But again, I have six very good toys on the shelf downstairs by themselves. I've got my Decepticon combiner display, and he's part of it. Pretty front and center, too. So It's yeah. a great design, in general. But yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, Christian, to your point, and what we're hearing a lot from the chat is that you know, I, I think having just a singular one big bot, we've We've tapped that well pretty dry. It's not 100% dry, but even Tidal Wave is is somewhat of a combiner. So even then, we're getting, you know, a combiner type of, of you know, engineering there. Yeah. So. That's a good point. I just want him really bad. I'd be okay if he didn't do the combining thing. Oh, I want him to. I'm fine with that, too. I, know, I, just I also vote. want him to. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm assuming, again, that Tidal Wave and Broadside are going to be the same base. So I'm just kind of figuring either broadside is now the three thing or tidal wave is not. Which, whichever. I'm okay with any of those things happening. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, about all we got for tonight. Uh, we're, we're clocking in at uh, about 95 minutes here. So I think we'll punch out before we hit that 100-minute mark. Any uh, last thoughts on Titans or Metroplex before we say au revoir? Metroplex is cool. Keep making things from Notching One Series. Yay. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we've got uh, a good, you know, good crop of, of, of returning folks. You know, Catherine, Zaldron, Ron, uh, Enots, you know, uh, John and uh, Perpex. Parapex, uh, some newer names that I'm not used to seeing in the chat. Uh, thanks for, for jumping in here. Uh, we appreciate everyone uh, with your comments and thoughts. Um, if I didn't say your name, uh, not that we're ignoring you, just uh, just didn't see the name. Um, uh, Spaceboy G78 was in there early on. You know, so um, what, what do we got coming up this week? Do we got a uh, microcaster, Santa? 
Okay. I think so. Christian, I talked about doing something. We're going to talk about some sort of little toy All that right. people so like. Hopefully we'll have that. Uh, if not, again, we apologize for being a little bit off our normal schedule, given uh, everything going on right now uh, with Lucas being out of town and some other cast members with some things going on in their lives. But we might have a... Um, we might have a, a, an, a, an oof my wallet uh, coming up kind of soon or ouch my wallet. So uh, stay tuned for announcements on that. Uh, Paul's got something in the works now. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, cut the tape with Rick. I, I, sure. I, he, Rick is still alive, although he's been out of the country for a while. Uh, and then uh, book club this Sunday. What are you guys doing? I believe it's the first two issues of a comic book series known as the Lost Light. Oh yeah, I'm like I'm blank. Like wait, you've been doing no, you've been doing yes. The sequel to the With to the eye that has met more now in purple. Sounds like a horrible translation, Anna. <laughs> it's the new one. We're going with it. The eye. Well, that I'm has very met glad more. to hear you're done with some of the IDW crossover stuff. Me too. I'm going to start reading again. <laughs> like you just gave up reading in general because the book club was doing that. Like you like street <laughs> signs, other books, menus. Nope. Nope. You know, my students have been asking me questions in class and I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've stopped reading. I'm too disgusted by Transformers comics. I didn't read the articles yeah, this no, week. Sorry, didn't, didn't guys. Happen. The, the English as a language in print format. I'm just, you know, not doing right now. Yes. Finished. All right, everyone. Appreciate it. Have a great week, and we'll see you uh, next week. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at tfylp.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. <laughs>